Amen. Well, I'm just sharing something with you. It's short, but I believe that it's very, very, very important. And I believe that it is the gift that God is placing in our hands as we move away from here. Bishop Patrick has spoken to us. He's made us think it through. What are you choosing to do? And if you have chosen to be a soul winner, then I also want to share with you that we are not just being left to go like that. Amen. Oh, I said amen. When I say we're not just being left to go like that, God has placed some things down here on earth for us. And that is why tonight, as we in this last session, I want to share with you the three powers that are available to you right here on earth. Three powers that are available to you as you go on your way as a soul winner. Three powers that are available to you as you go your way. Hallelujah. If you say that you're going to win souls, are you just walking in your own power? Are we walking in our own might? Not at all. Three powers that are working. Let's take a, take a turn and look in 1 John chapter 5. 1 John 5, all the way down to verse 7 and 8. The Bible says, For there are three that bear record in heaven three things in heaven. The Father, the Word, which is Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Then it goes on to say, and there are three that bear witness on earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. So in heaven, we know that the Father is there. If you like Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the, the verse says, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. But he also left some three things here, if you can call them things. The Holy Spirit, the water, and the blood. And as we go to win souls, these are three powers that are available to us. If you remember last night, what did Bishop Ogo teach us? He said, power for power. So you can be sure that as you are trying to win a soul, you must have some power. Jesus was the one who taught us that if you are going to plunder the house of a strong man, you must first bind him. But you must know that he's not just standing there to say, come and bind me. So you need to have some power that is going to help you to overcome whatever he has. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about tonight. So that as you go, you know that, there's a, that there are powers working with you. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, powers, I'm working with powers. I'm working with powers. And these, knowing that we have these powers should make us confident. You know, we grew our ministry experience in Tamale. And there's a festival night. <laughs> the fire festival. And the people take part in the fire festival. And there's a belief. You should see there. I mean, they believe that I have, they have power. And that power is in full demonstration on that night. Full demo. Full demonstration. Because it is real. And somebody will come and say, I have power so that knives cannot cut me. 
let's check and see. And someone said, me, I have power that bullets cannot go through. We are going to check and see. I'm sorry I'm laughing because I'm reminded of a gentleman. You see, if you come and publish your power, somebody too is there to show you that his power is higher than your power. So a certain man, this was just totally by the side. He came to the fire festival and said, me, a knife cannot cut me. Then he held out his hand, test and see. So a knife was brought. It's all part of the festival. And Sure. Hey, and the hand cut. He said, No, it be lie. Ah. <laughs> ah, it's not possible. And then he brought out the other hand. Ha, ah, it's not possible. Let us check this one too. And they cut. <laughs> and he was carried to the hospital for them to go and sew their two hands. <laughs> but the point that I'm making is that. Even though it looks funny, the truth is that some do carry a certain power. And what you notice with all of them is the confidence that it gives them. So you are carrying a power that somebody can even overcome, but it gives you confidence. That I am excited because the power that has been left for us is not power that can be overcome by anything in heaven or in earth or underneath the earth. And so as we go from here, and we're speaking about these three powers. I want you to have confidence knowing that you are walking in that power. Oh, I don't think you will believe what I'm saying. I say you are walking in that power. So even though it looks as though you are walking alone, there are powers with you. Hallelujah. And that is what we find in 1 John 5, 8. The first power is the power of the Spirit. Bishop Freddie shared so beautifully with us about the Holy Spirit. That as before you go, the Holy Spirit must be with you. And I need to share with you that he's the one working as you are going. The Holy Spirit. He's a spirit, so you cannot see him. Hello. A true story is told of a proud rich man who came to church. And as he sat in the church and the pastor was preaching... He was writing, but he was not writing notes. What he was writing were all the grammatical mistakes of the pastor. You said shouldest when you should have said should. You said, <laughs> do you know when they say you buy short? He was recording all the buying shots <laughs> of the pastor. The pastor preached for a while. And then suddenly, it was time for the altar call. And the pastor said, if you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus, you will go to hell. You need to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray with you if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Do you know whose hand went up? Do you know whose hand went up? You see, in between his skeptical self and recording the mistakes, the power of the Holy Spirit was at work. So later, he himself testified and said, I don't know when I lifted my hand. As you go to speak to people, the power of the Holy Spirit will be on hand. 
on hand to convict. The word of God says that the spirit is the one who convicts us. You are speaking your word. Sometimes you don't even know what to say because you didn't buy the book. But as you go, insofar as it is Christ that you are preaching, the power of the Holy Spirit is with you. Speak and you will see something. Hallelujah. In the scripture that we have been reading, please sit down. We have read from Luke 15 so much about this father. The Bible says he had two sons. The younger one went away. Do you know the, you know the scripture? He went, he took his um, inheritance. He went away, went and blew time, went and finished his money. But the scripture, that's my favorite verse in this is verse 17. Well, let's take it from verse 15. He went and joined himself, Luke 15, 15 to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feel to feed swine and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat and then no man gave unto him verse 17 and when he came to himself he said how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to and to spare I want to ask you a question. Is there anywhere in the story that they told us he was not there? But he was not there. When I say he was not there, do you understand when I say he was not there? Something. And we know he was not there because the scripture says when he came to himself. So he was not there. And he came to himself. I want to ask you what made him come to himself? Have you not seen so many people also joining themselves to a citizen somewhere, eating something? Bishop has just explained to us about somebody he didn't even recognize. The man has drunk until his face cries. It's a, it's a, it's a picture. <laughs> but this guy, at a certain point, he came to himself. Why? I believe that the Spirit of God was working. I believe that that father who was in the house, far away, who didn't know where he was, but who was praying for his son, who was lifting his son up before God over and over, I believe that in answer to his prayer, the Holy Spirit went and whispered to that guy and said, come on, come on, come back, come on, come back. As you go to go and win souls for the Lord, as you pray before you go and as you begin to speak, the Holy Spirit will go before you and people's minds will come back to themselves. Hallelujah. There are times when you look at people and you wonder, can this person even be saved at all? But the Holy Spirit is a power and he's at work. What is even more beautiful is that as you read the Bible, I can't go into all that tonight. He is with you walking by you. The problem was that you were not winning souls before, so you didn't know that he was with you. So, when I walk into this church, please, Kata, come. This gentleman normally walks with me as I'm coming into the church. It doesn't make any difference. We are just going. He will normally walk like that. It doesn't make any difference. He will trouble all the church members on the way. The ambushment people. <laughs> Are you here? Doesn't matter at all. But when we go out to go and win souls, then it matters that he is with me. 
The Holy Spirit is with you. But you didn't know because it didn't matter. Where you were walking was in your safe zone. But as you come out of your safe zone, and as you begin to do, then it matters. And that is when you discover that he is with you. I remember one night, thank you, going to, coming from one of the places, and somebody came up who was out of his mind. It mattered that he was there. That is how it is with the Holy Spirit. He is there, but when you are bathing, he doesn't have any work to do. When you are cooking, I mean, it's okay. It's not much work. But when you start to go out to win souls, that's when you see that he's with you. That's when you see that he is with you. Because he's a power. When he's there, his power is there. Put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah. Power number two. I told you it's just three. We have almost closed. <laughs> the second one. Let's go back to our scripture. First John 5, verse 8. The spirit, the next one says, the water. And you may want to say, what water is that? There are different kinds of water, as I discovered one day. One day, I went to a convention, and I guess they didn't believe that one was going to minister, so they didn't bother to get oil. And I needed some oil to pray for somebody, and there was no oil. Then I heard in my ear, take the water. I said, water, to do what? I said, take the water. So I took the water. Then I had to pray. So I prayed. And then I used the water. And I poured it over the person. And the situation was sorted out. I said, oh, really? As I continued in the convention, I just had, just sprinkle it. As I sprinkled it, hey. I said, what is that? So I came back home very disturbed. I said, ah, what is that? I don't understand. That was when I discovered the scripture for the first time. But that's not the type of water I'm discussing today. Today I want to say to you that there's a kind of water that is the word of God. Let's just go to scripture. It's easier. Ephesians 5.26 That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And so often, word, water, similar things. Are you there? Yeah. So the word of God is a kind of water that cleanses us and that refreshes us. As you go, go with the word of God. Don't go with what's in your mind. Don't go with what you've heard somebody else say. Go with the word of God. The word of God is powerful. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 105, it says that, he says what? Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. As you go, the word is a lamp. When there is no light, you stumble. You hurt yourself. You hit yourself on something. But when the lamp is put on, when a light is put on, suddenly you can see. 
And I need to say something to you. You see, the word is very powerful. Out there is a lot of darkness, but darkness and light have never had an argument because when there is darkness and light comes, the dark, it doesn't matter how small the light, the night must bow. There is no argument. You are going out in the power of the word. Spend time with the word. It will show you the way. It will direct your path. It will show you what to do. Hallelujah. We are not done. The Bible says that the word is a sword. It's a scripture that we should know. Hebrews 4. The word of God, verse 12, is what? Quick. Hey, you have forgotten your must knows. We have to go to work again. It is quick. Look at the words there. It's fast. It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. For what? Piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit. Where's your soul and where's your spirit? Very difficult to... Yeah. If we open your body now, we can't find where to cut to say, this is your soul and this is your spirit. We only know they are there by evidence of their presence. But the word of God can go there. I said the word of God, it can go there. Hallelujah. You see, there is something. People say, I have broken hearts. If your physical heart were broken, you'd be dead. Uh, those of you who are my church members, do you remember some story I used to tell you? I bossed you about a certain pastor when they announced his first bands in the church. His church member collapsed. That's the pastor. That's the pastor. That's the pastor. <laughs> hey! Bishop Freddy at that time, Pastor Freddy, where you read before you went? No. He had a church, a brand church. And Lady Pastor Aisha was in our main church. So his church members in the NTC did not know that he had a beloved. So a beloved is somebody you plan to marry. You are not sleeping with her before time, please. You are going to marry her. So the time came when he was now ready to marry and somebody went to the church to announce the first bands for the wedding between Pastor Frederick Norte and Aisha Aisha Mahama. Yeah. So not knowing there was this young sister there. <laughs> Who was hoping that one day she was hoping that oh one day if I'm a good church member Maybe the pastor, this pastor, he doesn't have a wife. Maybe he'll look at me. So, she collapsed. She collapsed. I was sitting my somewhere that Sunday when I got a phone call saying, Mommy, this my church member has collapsed. I said, really? Lady of did you go with me to the hospital? Yeah. So I said, let's go. So when we got to the hospital... You need to understand the background of this story. The Tamale Church began in the NTC, so our contacts in the hospital were tight. Uh -huh. So when we come over, our members are mean. So we came. What is wrong with her? Lady Reverend Humi was a nurse there. 
So she got hold of the folder. Do you want to know what was wrong with the girl? I said, do you want to know what was wrong with her? She had got broken heart. <laughs> but in hospital language, you cannot write broken heart. So doctor, they wrote psychosomatic. You see, her physical heart was there. But there was another heart that was broken. That broken heart, it was real. It was real. The girl was actually there. They had to... <laughs> hey! They had to give her medicine to sleep. Because somewhere inside her, soul and spirit, something was broken. Something wasn't working. But you, as you go with the word... The word of God is strong, it's powerful, it is piercing, it can enter that place and it will find that heart and it will repair it for Jesus. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you see that you are going with some power? You are going with what? Power. You know, when I watch evangelist dag on the healing jesus platform i am excited because he stands there talking as if it is nothing hey look when healing jesus comes anywhere around don't joke go it will increase your faith then he will just say a few words and a few prayers and come and see salvations, healings I mean deliverances no, what should I say no drama no drama and so why do some people do the drama because oh, look not all of us are John some people are Peter, they need to see the drama to believe, but God's word does not need the drama to function amen power and you are going in the power of the word the bible also says in jeremiah 23 29 that the word is a hammer there are some people their ears are so hard their spirits are so hard that it's a hammer that is needed to break and as you go with the word of god you'll be just speaking your normal word and it will begin to just break down and destroy all their defenses it is like a hammer breaking the rocks into several pieces. Hallelujah. Can you see that you are very powerful? Oh, you are very quiet. Oh, hey. You are very some way. Yeah. Jesus was only preaching in Mark 1.23. It was his first sermon. And he had just come to preach when a demon started to shout. Leave us alone. Well, I have not held you. Jesus said, come on, come out. And that was it. The word is powerful. Hallelujah. I said the word is what? Powerful. As we go out from here, make up your mind that your quiet time, you have it. You see, when we say such things to Christians, everybody gets a holy look. And looks like, oh. But quiet time, there we do it. I am a pastor of people. It's not true. Please, just ask your neighbor, what quiet time do you have today? What did you read? Your neighbor, the one sitting by you, they should tell you. All of a sudden, some people are refusing eye contact. They are refusing to look at their neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> they will look. 
Are you here? But as you have your quiet time day after day, what happens is that you begin to learn the word of God. It begins to speak to you here a little, there a little. So now when you are going to go and witness, it is that same word that you were reading that you are going to use. The word of God is powerful. I said it is what? Powerful. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor, we are powerful. It's only we didn't know. (laughs) We're powerful. We're powerful. So I said the first power is what? The Holy Spirit, the Spirit. The second power, the water or the word. We're dealing with the word. And the last one, the last one. Oh, we're just ending like that. The last one, the power of the blood the power of the blood as you are moving as child of God you have been bought by the power of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus Christ it is powerful blood why is it powerful because God chose to put the life in the blood that's why when the blood goes life goes life goes if you want to see drama in the hospital, take somebody who's very anemic. You will see drama. Yeah. Suddenly they are looking for blood. If we don't find blood to give to this person, hey, what is going to happen? Because the life is in the blood. Hallelujah. And you see, blood is God's last card. When he tried to rescue man, and he did a lot of things. He did a lot of things. When the children of Israel were about to come out of, um, they were to come out of Egypt, Pharaoh kept on changing his mouth. And God kept on saying, eh, I'll bring you lice. And Pharaoh said, I beg. Then they removed the lice. I'll bring you flies. He said, I beg. Then they removed the flies. Frogs. I beg. Then the man was a stab on something. And he stayed with it. He stayed with it. He would not change. In fact, we must pray for our leaders because you wonder (laughs) as things were being destroyed, he stayed with it until God decided to invoke blood. If talking to you will not work, if lice will not work, frogs will not work, all kinds of plagues, boils will not work, all kinds of things will not work, I know something that will work. So the Lord told the children of Israel, go to you of this thing. Take every household, find a small lamb, slaughter it, drain the blood, don't eat it, and paint your house, the doorpost with it. And then consume this thing, knowing that with, as you finish now with speed, you will leave this place. The Bible says that that night, that night, the angel of death flew over and killed every firstborn of the children of Israel. They are animals. They are every firstborn of anything. They died. But when it came to the place where the children of Israel were, they said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. The blood was the blood of a sheep. It was the blood of a goat but it was powerful enough for the spirit of death to respect it and not touch them. However, it was not permanent. 
And that is why you and I know the story of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. And God sent him to shed his blood once and for all. It will not be shed again in the same way for the same purpose. And we know that Jesus hung on the cross and he died. I mean, they drained every drop of blood from his body and he died. But after he died, and you see, that death was for you and for me. That is how our sins were washed away because the Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So before we had to keep on running after sheep, I wonder how many sheep and goats would have run after by this time. Sheep, goats, I mean cows, even pigeons, you could catch them and slaughter them for your sin to be forgiven. But when Jesus died for us, when he shed his blood for us, that was it. It was God's last card. Do you know the last card? The last one. Some of you nowadays you don't play spy. You only know how to go and play a game. The last card. When you put it down, that's it. And God just, you see, the devil was having a field day. And then he realized God had played his last card. That last card was the blood of Jesus Christ. But after putting down that last card, Jesus resurrected three days later. And when he came, this time, he said, all power, all power has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Now you go. He didn't say it before. After he shed his blood, he came and he said, all power has been given to me. You see, as we go from here, we're going out in power. Sometimes we forget just how powerful it was after the shedding of that blood. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians that because of what he had done, God now gave him a name which is above every name in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. As you go, everything, we have it. I said what? Every... Oh, I'm talking to unbelievers tonight. I said everything, everything you need, you have it. It is as you go to preach that you will see miraculous things happening. As you go to win souls, that's when you see it. There are things that you see when you go to win souls that you don't see when you go to do a convention. They're just different. The one that God has put his stamp on is the soul winning. That's when you will see things. Are you in the church or you have traveled? I remember one night we had gone to do the crusade in the town. And when we left the town, as the car we were driving left, we did not know that a mighty storm had started. On the way to where we were, we were staying was an hour away from the crusade ground. And on the way was a very bad road. And I remember praying every time we went, that Lord, as we go, bring us safely back. 
I remember also praying that don't let it rain. Because if it rains, we can fall into something that we cannot see. And that night, as we left the grounds, half of the team was staying in the town. And they said the rain, it was a... Me- Do you know what a mega storm is? A major mega storm. But as we were going, we prayed before we left, pleading the blood of Jesus. And as we went, the storm followed us, staying just behind the car. Behind the car was the storm. In front of the car, we were not even using wipers. We drove like that until we entered the town where we were staying. And we arrived because of the power of the blood. We had gone to win souls. We had committed ourselves to God. And the blood of Jesus had kept us. As you go out to talk to people about Jesus, the blood of Jesus will wake up on your behalf. Some sicknesses that you have carried in your body for years, they will suddenly disappear. Some worries and problems you have had. Because you see, was it Bishop Ogo who shared with us, you cannot muzzle the ox that is treading the grain? You are the one going. How come you will operate with the blood of Jesus and some of it will not work for you? By all means, it will work for you. You will go and you will come thousands of times. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. If you sit in a car, it will arrive where it is going. If you sit on a bus, it will arrive where it is going. If you sit in a plane, the plane will take off and land because you are on board. And the reason is that the blood of Jesus will go with you. The blood of Jesus will be with you. The blood of Jesus will defend you. The blood of Jesus will stand up and be a standard over you. When the enemy is trying to arise, the blood of Jesus will be your defense. Just begin to thank God and just begin to worship him tonight. The blood the blood of Jesus in my keepers. Hallelujah. The blood that Jesus shed for me Way back on Calvary The blood that gives me strength From day to day It will never lose its power Let's take it from the top, the blood the blood that Jesus shed for me Way back on Calvary The blood that gives me strength from where it begins to get my for it reaches to the highest mountain every mountain you will climb it will be there and it flows through the lowest valley every valley you must enter it will be there all the blood that gives me strength from day to day 
for it reaches, for it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the lowest valley. Valley, the blood that gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord tonight. Just as Bishop Patrick said, there are so many ministries that have been birthed here. And you just want to receive everything that is yours tonight. Remember the power that you are moving in. You came in in one way, but you are going powerful. You are going strong. You are going to stand. You are going to share the word. You are going to be protected. Miracles will happen as you walk. The word will be at work. The spirit of God will walk with you. And the blood of Jesus is covering you. Come on. To the high. Yes. Every mountain you climb, he's climbing it with you. And it flows. And the valley you got to go through, he's there. Valley. to the Lord. Jesus. Fresh anointings are moving through here tonight. Fresh anointings are moving here tonight. And you just want to just bask in it and enjoy it. And feel strength imparted to you. And feel a new beginning. And feel a new encouragement. Oh, have your way. Yes. 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 Thank you. Oh yes. A fresh wind. A fresh wind. Yes. A fresh power. A fresh power. Oh yes. Oh Jesus. A fresh power. Receive a touch from the Lord tonight. As we leave this wonderful conference. Receive fresh empowerment tonight. Malcoma Sandy. Before you were anointed and you just sat in your room with him. But as he's anointing you tonight, you're going to go forth in the power of the Spirit. And you're going to do wonders. Souls are going to be saved. Souls are going to be saved. Towns are going to be changed. Lives are going to be changed. Families are going to be restored. Churches are going to be started. Churches are going to be filled. In the name of Jesus. And you will go and you will come. The supernatural will be the that will be normal for you. I receive it tonight. Receive that fire tonight. Receive that fire tonight. Receive that oil tonight. Receive it, receive it, receive it tonight Lei maranda la malindi yanda la baba Lika sendere yanda la bose Lika randa la babo Lika handa la babo 
Neymar Randala Baba 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 Thank him for these few days that we have sat at the feet of the Lamb. We've sat and we have received teachings and heard different things. Yes, we thank you. Let thanksgiving. Thank him. We thank you. We're grateful to you, Lord. We're grateful, Lord. Thank him for another chance. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord, for another chance. Thank him for another chance. Thank you for another chance. Thank him that because of you, so many will enter heaven because of you. Oh Jesus, because of you. Oh yes. Yes, Young lady, you are saying I'm a little girl, but there's a fire in your mouth. Yes. And it's gonna work as you open your mouth. Much chaff will be bent away. It will work. It will work. It will work. Mahandala send us out from this place, Lord. Send us out from this place, oh God. Anoint us as we go, oh God. Remind us of the power that we carry, Lord. Mashama Take a moment to bask in the atmosphere. Take a moment to allow the Lord to just touch you one last time and deal with you one last time. Oh yes. Don't be in a hurry to leave him. And just receive what is yours. Oh yes. Mandala the Holy Spirit to just fill us one last time. Oh Jesus. Oh yes. Fill us. Like the rush of the mighty Oh let the Spirit rush over us and through our ministry. Of the mighty way. Come and fill our hearts again. Come and fill our hearts again. Sing it again like the rushing of a mighty wind. The wind is rushing into your ministry, into your life, into this, your space. Like the rushing of a mighty wind. Come and fill our hearts. Come and fill our hearts. Like the rushing. 
hands in thanksgiving. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for every word spoken. Thank you for the Art of Evangelism conference. Thank you for bringing Bishop Ogo here. Thank you for all that he spoke. Thank you for bringing Bishop Patrick. Thank you for every word he shared with us. Jesus. Thank you for bringing Bishop Freddy. Oh, yes. Thank you, oh God, for all the deposits in our lives and oh, in our Jesus. spirits. Ah, we shall see it come to pass. We shall see it come to pass. I just love the cloud I can see hovering in the middle of the room. Thank you. Holy Spirit, don't just hover, but descend upon us tonight. Fill us tonight. Touch us tonight. Encourage us tonight. Lift us up tonight. Some came walking, they're going to run. Some came running, they're going to fly. Some came in difficulty, you're coming out of it. Some came discouraged, you're leaving encouraged. But whatever it is, you're going to win souls. You're going to win souls. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise. I thank you so much. Father, Thank you for everything that you have done for us. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Is that the best amen you can give to Jesus? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a clap. Instrumentalists, you better be alive. You better be alive. You better be awake. You better be alive. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We thank you so much, Lord.
Okay, let me pray for the offering. Let me pray for the offering. And I think that we should move our bodies a little. We have been sitting. So you just stand small. And please, I don't want you to congregate in front. They say COVID is still around. I don't know. But lift it up. Let's pray. Father, this is our last offering of this conference. We give it with so much thanks. We give it with so much excitement. We're so grateful. And Lord, we know that when we return in a year's time, we'll see something even more powerful. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.